What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. It's Thursday, April 23rd. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. One of the key marks that states must achieve to be able to safely reopen their economies is ramped up testing. Being able to test and trace workers is essential to containing the spread of the virus, but expanding the capacity to test has been difficult because of supply shortages and backlogs. One main shortage important to being able to administer the tests is a lack of swabs. Chris Weaver, reporter for the Wall Street Journal, joins us for why it's been so difficult to get testing right. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Yeah, my pleasure. I wanted to talk about testing in the country for coronavirus. As I've been saying a lot on the podcast, it's all about the testing right now. It's what a lot of people expect we will need to get back to the workforce to open up the economy again. We need this fast and widespread testing as a key requirement for all of this. But Just as much as we've heard that, we've heard the flip side of that. There's supply shortages, testing backlogs, unreliable tests. There's a lot of stuff that still needs to be worked on on this front. So, Chris, tell us a little bit about it. How has testing been hampered by all of this? This has been a saga for more than a month now. And in the last week or two, I'd say we've been hearing two very different messages in our reporting. One is coming from the administration where uh, officials are increasingly confident that testing capacity has reached the point that at least within the federal government, they think is where it needs to be to begin slowly reopening some pockets of the country. But when we speak to people in the lab industry, they tell us things like the reality on the ground does not comport with the messaging. And what they're seeing is that they can't get basic supplies needed to keep up with demand for tests, you know, even in their communities. And 
you know, from dozens of interviews, I can tell you that that stretches both from hard-hit areas like New York and its suburbs and Seattle, Washington, as well as places that haven't had huge outbreaks like St. Louis or Salt Lake City, Utah. So what are these testing supplies shortages looking like? I mean, it's a lot of supply chain stuff because there's so much that goes into an individual test. Any one little thing that falls into short supply could throw off the entire thing. So swabs, we're hearing a lot about swabs and how there's a big lack of those. The test for coronavirus, the kind of test that, we're, that labs are using to detect the active presence of the virus, right, an infected person, it's not like a discrete item, like you might picture a pregnancy test or something like that, where there's an object that produces a result. Instead, it's a process that involves a lot of different materials from all kinds of different suppliers, a bunch of different chemicals, not just what's called the test kit itself, which are the chemicals that detect the virus, but a whole other set of products that just basically just to prepare the specimen or sort of facilitate the process of the test. So there's a lot of things going into it, and they're coming from a lot of different places. And when any part of that supply chain breaks down, it can basically render a lab you know, useless, unable to, to do the test and deliver results. And it all starts with swabs, which is... I don't know if it's the most important bottleneck, but it's the first one. And we've been hearing from people in, you know, one lab director, for instance, told me that he's got the capacity to do a thousand tests a day. But when we talked last week, he only had 300 swabs in stock. He had no idea when he was going to get more. So we had to ration those out, basically, and pick who gets tested and who doesn't. And that's the reality that he's living with at a health system in the uh, St. Louis area that has seven hospitals. It's a big portion of the that city's uh, you know, healthcare economy. I think that example stood out to me, and I made a note of that, too. It could be a different lab, but this is kind of a similar story. The lab ordered $13,000 worth of swabs on March 13th. And the order won't get filled until May 18th. That's two months in a delay yeah, yeah, in getting yeah, the swabs. That's a different lab. And to, to be clear, that's not to say that lab doesn't have any swabs right now. It's just right. that people are shopping around, trying to place orders with suppliers they've never worked with before. And many of the suppliers that they've relied on for years, for swabs in particular, are just not able to keep up with demand. And part of the reason is that the company that made about 80% of the U.S. supply of swabs historically is an Italian company called Copan Diagnostics in northern Italy. And they, of course, have been hard hit by the pandemic as well. From the lab people's point of view, you know, just as important as the shortage of masks and gowns and things like that. And the government was, for whatever reason, less sort of ready to step into the fray on that. And yesterday, President Trump said that he would invoke the Defense Production Act to force the production of more swabs in the United States. This is a, a Korean War era law that allows the federal government to make factories, make stuff that are needed in emergencies. But this shortage has been going on since the very beginning of March, and it's been a, just a constant problem. So far, the U.S. has tested about 3.7 million people. That's 1% of the population. I think it was administration officials said that testing through April will only meet about half of the capacity that is needed. So I wanted to ask a little bit about this new test, this Abbott lab test, the one that the president was touting for a while too. It could give us results in a few minutes. There was also big delays with that one in one crucial piece, which is this single use cartridges that that specific thing uses. And that fell into short supply almost immediately. So that's an interesting story. This is one of the sort of corners of the lab world where the feds really did make a big push to try to facilitate you know, local testing capacity. What they did is they bought 
thousands of these machines from Abbott Laboratories. Abbott's a you know big manufacturer of a variety of different lab platforms, including at least two that are already in use for genetic testing for coronavirus. What they bought were they call point of care testing devices, and you know you see them in, for instance, kind of like the back office at doctors' offices and things like that. And I distributed 15 each to the states, more for the U.S. Indian Health Service and still more for some other destinations in the apparatus of the government. And almost immediately, the states found that even though they got between 100 and 150 uh, single-use cartridges that you kind of put into the machines along with the sample to to run the test, they couldn't get any more. And that 150 was really just enough to basically, what is called in lab parlance, validate the devices. You have to run some tests before you start running real human patient samples to make sure the machine is working properly. So they basically were caught in the situation where even as they got the machines in early April, where they couldn't get the materials needed to start testing real people. And officials in Oklahoma, for instance, told us that about a week and a half ago, they had managed to place an order. But as of Sunday, they still hadn't actually gotten any yet. So it's been a protracted delay. And this is something that the government had imbued with a really high profile when President Trump unpacked the device on a wooden table in the Rose Garden. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The box blew off the table (laughs) in the wind. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just a troublesome thing to get a hold of, especially here in the United States. And everybody seems to be in agreement that testing needs to be ramped up so much, and we just have not been able to get a handle on that. And that's kind of still tripping us up. You know, as states want to open, the federal government wants everybody to reopen. We still need to get this under control. So still a lot to work on there. The administration official we talked to is, is Brett Giroir, the de facto testing coordinator for the federal government and a senior health official. He gave us this estimate. He said he, he thought we needed about six to seven million tests a month. He actually kind of downgraded it very significantly the next day in a press conference to say actually it was only 4.5 million. But it, it does speak to this other controversy, right? Because the public health set definitely you know, thinks, and it kind of makes a lot of sense that this would be the case, that we need to have a lot more testing before we can go back to normal. But what the actual needed capacity is, I think is like kind of anybody's guess, because the administration has got its view, and outside experts say it's far higher. I heard one prominent doctor, Eric Topol, say that he thought we need to be doing a million tests a day. It's 30 or 31 million a month. So that's like a vast, vast range, right? And, you know, where exactly it falls is not I don't think totally clear, but I haven't talked to a public health person yet who thinks that we've got enough as it stands right now. Like I said, it's the situation that we need to be monitoring. It just seems like we need to have them available when it's needed. And we don't know that exact number, you know, as the ball keeps moving with all of this. So hopefully we can get the supply chain fixed and at least we can have all the materials ready for when those tests are needed. Chris Weaver, reporter at the Wall Street Journal. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat 
balancing glucose levels and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.